0: Good evening, everybody, or morning, or whatever time it is. Welcome back to Three Dads Talking About Anime. (laughs) This is Chest. whom else is in the house. Is it who or whom? I don't know.
1: Who cares? I'm cold. (laughs) Nice.
2: And I'm Ben. I'm jo- Whoa!
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> what are the odds? What are the we odds? both said at the same
2: time. Oh my wow. gosh, that's crazy. What, someone run the model on that.
0: That was oh. great. Johnny, it's great to have you continually for this. I am so, I, you know, I've just been so pumped that you've been able to come on every single episode. Because when we first started, you know, it was kind of like, well, it's every week. Uh, he might not be able to join, but it's, man, consistency. There's not many good qualities about you, but that one's one.
3: Yeah, I almost missed out tonight, actually. So, oh, uh, yeah.
0: But uh, you almost had something else scheduled.
3: Yeah, uh, I was, you, actually, you wouldn't believe this, but I was actually running models um, right before this, <laughs> literally. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, Is that why you
0: have your thinking cap on?
3: Yes, that's this a hat that says Kansas City stands for thinking and um, mm. and cap and, and cap. cap. Yep, king cap. Um king cap. But yeah, so hopefully hopefully the models are good, but uh Mm-mm. I'm done running them tonight. So if you have anything that needs to be ran or run or whatever the term is, I don't think we care about grammar anymore according to colb. Um That's right. Who cares? Mm. Who cares, right? Whom who cares?
1: cares? Hey, that works wh- for wh- me. Wh- I don't care. who's
2: whosoever cares. Mm. I believe is
1: correct. Oh, ooh, okay. Uh,
0: yeah. <clears throat> Going biblical. Old King James. All right. I so, sin- <laughs>
1: <laughs> since Johnny's not running since- any more numbers, Ben, do you have your calculator ready?
2: Absolutely. All right. Good. Mm. 17.
0: You're welcome. We didn't ask yet.
3: <laughs> Thanks, Johnny. <laughs> it's about time someone you know took this load off my back. <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: good.
2: You've been carrying that for far too long, my friend.
3: My modeling days are done.
0: Oh, no, not your modeling days, just running models days. You're still going to be a model. Mm. Yes. My dog just alerted, so I don't know. Someone must be outside the door. So hopefully I don't get mugged. We'll just we'll see. I guess I have the dog with me, so she's pretty intimidating. Anyway, make for good material. Oh, if I get mugged (laughs) on the air. (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we haven't had that yet have we we haven't i could i can request that next time the crime you know syndicates are asking what they could do better for the community just be like hey thursday nights are great for me man the youtube
3: like thumbnail would be great you know like (laughs) Podcaster
0: gets (laughs) live on air
3: watch (laughs) what happens next
0: (laughs) you know even though he had to edit it later and (laughs) post it (laughs) (laughs) it would be live though yeah Mm -hmm. that'd be great we should we should arrange that for one of you three yeah i would just let it happen naturally oh we could figure that out rather than requesting it yeah yeah i mean to each their own so speaking of things happening naturally uh let's talk about this next episode because there's quite a bit of stuff that just flows on through. Oh my word, guys! I'm so excited. I watched this one and I was like, "This is this is going to be a good conversation." So good because nothing happens. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, just kidding, folks. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't even pull up my notes. That's how excited I was to get on here. Well, um, as we begin, the classic way to start is who wants to give a little fly uh, by overview of the beginning of this episode? Ben does. He just raised his hand. I think (laughs) I did not. I did see that hand. Ben has something to say.
3: I'll say I'm not the person. So I elect Ben or Cole.
2: Okay. You know what? And I think we should shake things up this week. Cole, do you want to do the summary? (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh <clears throat> sure. I I need something to to refresh my throat though. Um here's something Oh I have. <laughs> yes Why well, I I've What is that Why well, I have a, a LaCroix uh flavor lemon cello. Lemon cello? Lemon cello that I'm gonna try for the first time on air right now.
0: Oh my gosh! I saved this just to try with you if they came in time. Oh, he's got it too! Wow, that I <laughs> will
1: say. I just took my first Joel's
3: sip. us what's
0: in your pockets.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah, he
1: has one as
0: well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they never know the difference.
0: You took your first I, sip, cold.
1: I just took yep. my first sip, and it is head and shoulders above the other flavors. Mm. I will say That's this great. is the best. Yes. Welcome That's to awesome. the club, cold. So I didn't buy this, by the way, Um, it came in the mail today, Um, signed to a different name that wasn't my name, but that's okay. Weird. What what was was the name? Uh, The name was was Nathaniel. (laughs) Nathaniel? And that is not my first name. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Which made me think it was one of you guys who sent me two 12 packs, and I'm assuming from what Chess just said, it is from him. Chess, did you send me these? We all three
0: did, and it was Johnny's idea, actually. Johnny's idea.
1: Oh, nice.
0: But it was oh, it was from all three of us from the bottom of our stomachs.
3: Technically, hmm. right now, it's only from Ben and I. Uh, Chess, for some it's reason, not... can't send his money, supposedly. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, really, he should be cut off from of the gift. Uh, but,
0: well, now I never will send it, because yeah, I'm going to keep about... blaming Venmo for this. Yeah, <laughs> so, Gold, actually... Do you remember when I posted in our group, like the group chat with all four of us? And I said, oh, Johnny, the $13, like I posted a a screenshot because I had told Johnny multiple times, like, it's not letting me send this money. And I finally posted a screenshot proving that it really would not. And then I'm like, oh, this is the wrong group chat. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Cole's going to ask what the heck is $13 for? So I tried to cover it. You are
1: assuming a lot of things of me. When I look at my phone and I see that there are 72 new messages from just one chat. I say, um, yeah, I'm not reading these. So, <laughs> so you guys, you guys are nuts. Especially you chest. You send like seven messages per at a one time. I know. Else. I'm, I'm sorry. Mine he does, he does sure. a lot of one liners. It's just like, he does this, do the yeah, every yeah. sentence yeah. is a new message. So sorry. I just kind of stopped reading those after a while. Um, it's so, yeah, you could have said, you could have said anything. Uh, Johnny had sent a, a gif of uh, Grisha when he's going insane one time, and saying, "This is cold." Reading these all these messages, and he's absolutely right. I go crazy when I have to read <laughs> seventy-two messages. Wait,
0: but don't you have a, a Mac? Like, doesn't can't you just like pull up iMessage on your computer and just look at them way like in a larger screen? Wouldn't that be so much faster? Uh,
1: yeah, I used to until the until I got my new phone, and then it doesn't connect anymore. That's why when I send messages to you, it's through my email instead of my number.
0: Oh, I don't see that. Cause I just have your okay. email
1: and my contact. So <laughs> well, I don't there you even go. know you did that. So no, it's, uh, I checked that stuff on my phone. Anyway, episode 83, uh, it's called <laughs> pride is the name of the episode. Um, unless anybody else had something to add, uh, to our discussion and I'm not going to let you go on. So Remind the episode great. starts, it is good. Uh, yeah, it was a lot better than I thought it would be. Anyway, the episode starts, with a survey corps member jumping off his horse, going to a fallen comrade, and as he's running, saying, Oh, Oliver, are you alright, man? Boom, he gets shot from the woods. And you're like, Okay, who's shooting? And you see that it is Hanj. Hanj is out there sniping people <clears throat> really well too, like one shot kill basically. And uh, and you can see that she's upset about it because she is crying as she's shooting. And we're like, okay, why is she shooting these guys? And then we remember what happened last time with her um, and the flocks and the jaeger and all that stuff. So she goes back to Levi and says, um, I think I got all the people that were pursuing us, Levi. And then so she's talking to him as he's kind of unconscious. She assumes that he's still alive because of his Ackerman lineage, which is probably accurate. Um, but then we... We uh, just kind of hear what they're she's kind of just talking to him as she's as he's unconscious. Uh, And then he wakes up and he says, where the heck is the beast? Titan? I got to go kill that guy, which is a great way to wake up, I think. (laughs) (laughs) And then, you know, there's some more talking and we'll kind of go through that kind of stuff. Um, And then it moves to Levi and Hanja's confrontation with the cart Titan and the general. And I, I meant to write his name down, but I forgot it. Does anybody remember his name? George, it does start with an M.
3: It is. I know we oh. said like maggot, but it's like it's like maggot oh, or something. Mary. Theo
2: maggot. Yeah, it's M A G A T H.
1: Yeah, is that right? It's really close. Really close. Yeah, to Yeah,
2: I'm not being silly this
1: time. Okay, so anyway, Levi says, "You know what? My goal from now on is to kill Zeke, and I think that's your guys's goal too." He says that to the Card Titan and and uh, the the general. And he's like, I think we need to align ourselves. And Hanj agrees, saying there's no other choice. Like, what are we going to do? Aaron's going to destroy everything. Okay, got it. Aaron's going to destroy everything. <laughs> so we we have no choice but to to align ourselves, even though we're enemies. And that's kind of the beginning scene. And then the, the song starts. So Chester, did you want to keep going, or do you just want to talk about that scene right now? um whatever you all want let's talk about it let's keep going all right so the song starts and i think they did a great thing here (laughs) sorry i'm reading the chats now they did a great thing here where the rumbling is still going on and there are just people in their beds at night awake because it's so loud so you see gene like sitting up in his bed with his hands over his ears like he's really affected by the rumbling mikasa's not sleeping the only person that they show that does sleep is who No, it's Reiner. Well, I guess Aaron's not awake either. Reiner's the only one that's that's actually sleeping. Um, probably because he's been knocked out from his whole transformation. Yeah, he's, so, he's had a bit of a chat, a problem. Yeah. I thought that was a great touch showing like this rumbling is, is affecting people's psyche a little bit. So anyway, <clears throat> then we move on to Connie and he's out in the woods with Falco. And uh, he's kind of having some inner turmoil like this kid actually trusted me and now I'm kind of... Now I'm kind of, um, I'm, I'm doubting my, my plan here. And he says out loud, Sasha, would you have understood what I'm doing? So he's kind of, he's really, he's really doubting himself and he, and Falco's off to the side sleeping. Um, and that's how it's, that's how we are introduced to Connie. He's got this turmoil. And then they finally make it to the village, Connie and Falco and, Where, where Connie's mom is. Connie's mom has been turned into a Titan, but she's been so deformed by her transformation that her arms and legs are too small to carry her around. So she's just laying on a house on her back, um, just staring. And she's been that way for years, just stand, sit laying there on her back, um, just staring around as an in Titan form. So Connie's plan is to feed Falco to his mom, and um, to turn her back into a human, even though she would technically still be a Titan, the jaw titan. So let's stop there and let's talk about at least that scene.
0: You guys are jerks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well Yeah, we, we've we've been trying to make Cobb laugh by typing in the chat. Although what I what I typed was was accurate. My my wife is pregnant guys and she she just texted me telling me that her water broke. And then it was all a lie. It was a joke, Whoa. and I, I just not cool. I was like not cool. not cool. So now I have to have a severe conversation with her, wow. with our and our counselors. I Man, the, so,
3: again, yeah. the thumbnail for this episode: <laughs> chess gets mugged, guy tries limoncello first, water breaking. This is <laughs> yeah, only thirteen <laughs> minutes in. This is
0: a good episode. Yeah, um, yeah. This so this scene for real with Connie was a really good one. Uh, for many, many reasons. Did anybody think it was so weird, like how he tried to play it off as like, we're gonna go brush the Titans' teeth. <laughs> uh which he which actually he probably did. Like he brings out those toothbrushes. I'm betting he really did brush his mom's teeth and was trying to yeah. take care of her, which is right. crazy commitment from his her him as a son. Like commendable. But he had this total like anime cringe face of like do you want to come help me brush the teeth? I'm not lying to you, little child. Come to this titan's mouth. And you're just like, Connie, come on, man. Just, just use your swords rather than lying like that.
1: <laughs> yeah, at, at first, you know, he says that. I want you to, like, sorry, Johnny. <clears throat> he says, you know, I oh. want you to brush my, help me brush my mom's teeth. And, and sometimes that anime does that, where you, you think something is going to happen, and then something totally innocent happens later. So I was like, I wouldn't put it past him if he actually changed his mind and uses this toothbrushing thing as a cover. Mm-hmm. Until sure. until the face that he makes that you're talking about, the cringing face like, hey, uh, do you no. want to do this with me? That kind of thing. Then you're like, okay, now he's actually trying to trick him. So I thought maybe they were doing that trope, but they didn't. So. Hey Johnny, do you have something to say? I think I cut you off there. It's okay, Cole. It happens all the time.
3: Mm.
1: Um, <clears throat> no, I, yeah, really stick so on yeah, that, yeah, some with
3: that, and then you put that there, and <laughs> it makes that. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I there's actually a few scenes in this one. I'm not. I, we can talk about the other scenes later on. I mean, I I, I imagine they're going to come up. That the it, it was a little awkward. There is uh, the Connie scene and. The Annie scene definitely come to mind, but yeah, it was it was a little awkward at times in this episode, and yeah, brushing the teeth thing and his face—he kind of gave the the Elena the Elena face or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, happy yeah, 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 yeah. So,
0: yeah. I have a question for Johnny. So Johnny, you you love Attack on Titan, but you don't avidly watch anime. So for you, was that kind of a turnoff? Like for yes. me, I just saw it and I was like, that's an anime thing. No big deal. I, I don't, I'm not bothered by that. I even like, probably don't like it in this show. It's not really the tone of the show, but was it a big turnoff for you?
3: Yeah, it's, it, it definitely was a turnoff. Um, <clears throat> it kind of took me out of the moment of it. The, the mm. whole, the whole scene, let's go brush the teeth. It, it felt very weird and awkward. Um, not as weird as another scene coming up in this episode, but it definitely kind of, yeah, it was just weird. Because to me, I think to myself, you know, Connie has to have like some type of plan here and it can't really be brushing teeth. You know, like you kind of said, just like, just get your sword out. Do something, right? It, yeah. it, it's not like, I got a great
0: idea. We'll convince him
3: to brush my mom's teeth and then she'll eat them.
0: So, Do you think that... um what? So this past few episodes, especially, but kind of all throughout the show, they've really like positioned him as a goofy idiot. Do you think that is kind of like playing off that? Like he doesn't have a good idea because he's he's just not that he's actually dumb, but like he just doesn't think. Uh, Do you think maybe that's them trying to take that character in that direction sort of thing?
3: I've always thought he was kind of dumb. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I like him, but I always
3: thought like him and Sasha were kind of airheads. Is how I yeah. viewed them. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if I would view him as goofy.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't say he's like a comic relief goofiness. Uh, he is dumb, and he didn't have a plan going into it. So that's like the best he could come up with. It was like, hey, let's get close to the mouth. How do we get close to the mouth? Oh, we'll say he's brushing. Let's let's brush the teeth. You gotta get close for that, right? So I think yeah, Connie never had a good plan to begin with because he's kind of dumb, and not a ha-ha yeah. dumb. He's just like yeah, you know, Connie, you're you can't be a Titan you're too dumb that kind of dumb
0: <laughs> from my favorite, yeah one of my favorite characters
1: i
2: i actually didn't take it uh i took it mostly what happened was just a result of his heart um not because of his i think the intelligence did play into it but we see his struggle this whole time like uh like how am i gonna do this this kid trusts me and this or that and so like the reason why he ended up concluding with the solution he did was a, because he's not the smart, you know, sharpest tool in the shed, but also just because he didn't have, you know, the heart slash stomach or whatever, to just, Mm. just throw the kid in there. He's like, I'm going to go up on the ladder. So Falco practically falls in and does it himself. So I didn't find it awkward or weird. It just, it kind of made sense to me based on Connie's personality.
0: Hmm. This is a good observation. So as we go through the scene, uh, that's not what happens, obviously. So how was y'all's reaction to because I think we all anticipated something stopping like Connie's mom eating one of the main Titans was not going to happen, like I just didn't feel like that was ever going to happen. Why? Like there's no way they would do that to the plot. She's not a military person. She's this random. She's a plot point, but she's not gonna be running alongside everybody trying to save and do stuff. Um. So, so what did y'all think would happen, and what was your reactions to what actually happened?
1: I was I was assuming that something would happen to stop him. So, uh, what does happen is that Armin and Gabby make it there in time uh, to try to talk him out of it. And then we'll, we'll talk about what happens. But I, I thought something was going to stop him. I didn't think anybody was going to kill him, like sniping him or like some other yep. titan would come out of nowhere and eat him. And I didn't think that was yep. going to happen. So I didn't know how they were going to stop him, but I figured he would be stopped in some manner.
0: Yeah. So so what? I'll just say what actually happens. What actually happens is Armin and Gabby show up. They try to reason for a second. And then he's like, no, you're just a know-it-all who has everything that he ever wants. And he gets, he gets it his way. My mom deserves to be saved. So Armin says, don't kill this child because it is a kid. Um, and he uses his ODM gear to fly up to um, above Connie's uh, mom's mouth because she's, she's kind of leaning facing up. And he, he, Connie's like, wait, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And he just jumps. And Connie throws Falco off the ladder and saves Armin out of part instinct, part, like, I can't let him do this moment. And then that's how he stops. That's how he gets stopped. So basically, Armin, I legitimately don't, I I think Armin has, like, legitimately would have been eaten. It wasn't a bluff. But at the same time, it was also a bluff in some ways, like, I'm gonna make you stop. But we're under he attack. Said, <laughs> he he says it legitimately, so. So what was Sorry, your was reaction guessing. to that? Wait, were you did you have the airplane going over your house? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Stop me I was muted. It must
2: have
0: been me because yeah, I, I didn't hear it. We all heard it.
2: I mean, oh. is there an airplane that just
0: went over your house? <laughs> <I laughs> that it would have been you. My headphones I well I didn't hear it and my headphones are pretty good. So it's oh, probably gotcha. was me. <laughs> That's I sad. was wondering what y'all were what
2: y'all were goofing <laughs> off yeah. about. Sorry. That was a good explanation. Uh I also like Colb said, I or I agree with Colb. I th- figured someone was gonna stop him. I if you would have given me multiple guesses, um, even whenever they showed up, I don't think I would have guess that at all that someone would have just jumped in kind of forcing Connie to do something so that was very surprising to me and even whenever Armin jumped I actually at that point and maybe it's just cuz I'm a little slow even at that point I wasn't thinking that it, it I I could have seen any character swing in and save Armin I wasn't thinking necessarily it would be Connie um but maybe, I also didn't believe Levi yeah, I actually did. it. I was like, it's got to be Levi.
0: <laughs> Levi's going to show up. <laughs> He's going to get eaten by Connie's mom. <laughs> Just kidding. But I'll let Johnny.
2: I have more comments. But Johnny, what were your initial thoughts, predictions when that came up?
3: Yeah, um, this is always a problem when you're watching a TV show and you know it's the first five minutes that they're not going to most likely kill off a top three major character. Um, mm. It can happen, but this was just not the time or place for it. So going into it, I w- didn't think that Armin was going to die. I'm actually very shocked that Connie did not die because going into this situation, mm. I thought Connie's going to have to die. And so I was—I uh, thought it was very cool that they were able to, you know, get a deathless situation. That's um, good. <clears throat> the only thing I did not like really about this whole, well. To me, this this whole scenario, though this buildup to Connie, you know, taking Falco to his mom and everything, um, is basically kind of pointless. Um, it didn't really do anything. It's 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 a very weird side plot where they just kind of like, hey, we're gonna go to over here, and then we're literally gonna come right back. So it's not the thing I was a big fan of, but I have a feeling that some people are gonna disagree. So
0: i don't disagree but i because you've mentioned this you mentioned that before like right after we watch it we kind of you know, gave a we gave a few thoughts and i've thought about it and i think the purpose of it was less i mean sure it was like building some character of connie blah blah but honestly this is what brought armin and Mik- and mikasa and gabby together was they were like we can't let falco get eaten because we need the other Titans we need Reiner we need the cart Titan we had to protect Falco get him back to Gabby and that was the purpose of Armin going with with Gabby. so that's just a kind of a thought it's not a definite one but it's a possible other thing and I'm sure they could have done it differently um, any responses to those that thought train
3: yeah so I, I get that it 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 obviously kind of progress that <clears throat> that story piece but at the same time if we go back a few episodes um, to the episode where they reveal annie at the end um, mm. gabby comes to armin and mikasa and she's like i need you know where's falco if they had falco right there they still accomplish that situation where it's like oh here's falco we saved him you know and, and everything and we want you guys to fight with us so mm. it, it i don't know it to me it just felt like a little weird kind of a side trail it's not of course some things kind of happen it's not exactly the th- the exact situation i'm looking for at the very end of a series so like i think if this was season one or two sure but getting given that you know we only have i think four more episodes left this is not exactly the side plot i wanted to see
0: ben
2: thank you um yeah cold. i just yeah, go keep ahead, going back. No, I, I, you know. Um I really liked this side story from start to finish. The biggest reason actually was just the fact that there was another story outside of uh what's going on with Aaron cuz I'm I like smaller battles than ginormous 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 like what Aaron is right now. So I was excited that there was going to be a different side story. And I was thinking about this earlier. I was just like I think maybe part of This might not be all what you're feeling, Johnny, but I think all four of us were anticipating someone either getting severely hurt or killed as a result of Connie doing this. So maybe that's why there's this feeling of like, well, this didn't really, but it's funny. I think Armin, Armin doing what he did. And I, 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 I don't know if you guys want to talk about this or not curious, like ultimately what his motives were and, and what he wanted to accomplish. But, because of what Armin did there, I think that's the only way nobody gets hurt, um, and Connie changes his ways. Um, but but yeah, those are just some thoughts. Cob,
1: yeah, I uh, uh, Johnny, I agree with you. Like if Connie had never taken Falco, that could have been avoided anyway. They would have all met in the castle, and everything would have been pretty okay. Um, but I feel like this is more for Armin to grow as a, as somebody who's going to come into play later, more as a leader, because he gets in there and he's trying to talk to Connie and Connie, you know, he's like, Hey, Armin, shut up. You don't know how you, you intellectual types don't know how idiots think. Like, and he says that, so he's like, don't talk anymore. And he's, as he's going up there, Armin's like, you know, frantically thinking of what to do. And he has that quick flash of Erwin on the horse. Mm. And so Kanye thinks, or not Kanye, mm-hmm. uh, Armin thinks, like, oh goodness, what would the commander do? And and he jumps up there immediately. And then Kanye's like, Armin, what are you doing? And he said, You told me not to talk, so I'm gonna let my actions <laughs> talk. Just <Yeah>. like Erwin <laughs> would have done. Erwin did talk cool. with his actions. So I think it's more of a, a growth scene for Armin to be more like Erwin, who was the better choice. Uh, I mean, that's neither here nor there. So I think it's more of Armin to be more like Erwin, not only with his brains but with his leadership. So That's why I think this Mm. scene was more necessary than just, oh, they all met in the castle and they're going to try to figure something out. Uh, It showed that Armin can think on his feet and he can take action immediately. Even if it's sacrificing his life, just like Erwin did you know, that's just my
3: thoughts. It's a good thought. I, I and I it's agree with thought. that. It was to me, I thought it was really cool how, you know, we have, we, we just had this discussion about Erwin and Armin. Mm-hmm. And yet like right now it's a great, this whole scene that like you were saying, it's a great showing of Armin developing, even being more like Erwin. Like, you know, he's filling in the shoes that, you know, people kind of wanted him to fill. And so, yeah, I, 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 I did like it for that aspect. Um, And yes, I I think sometimes I just narrow in too much. Like I'm the opposite of Ben in this way where I narrow in too much on the main story. I'm just like, hey, get me there. You know, let's 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 get this ball rolling and um, I can miss some of the the little or things. And so, um, yeah, good points.
0: Mm, It's good. Wrap bow on that that segment
2: yeah those are just everyone just had some good points just good job everybody
0: yeah but but ben
3: but i think ben's the leader in points right now so he has seven i think i only have four okay so
2: just does chest have any yet Mm -mm. no okay (laughs) i
0: will one day
1: (laughs) just kidding
0: (laughs) um so who wants to recap? Cole, keep going. What uh, what's the next? Uh... Wow, what if Ben or I wanted to? Recap? <laughs> nope. Yeah, Cole, I'm the moderator. I'm going. So Cole. this is
1: the this next scene. Uh, kind of confuses me, and I I would love to hear thoughts for people, uh, from you guys when we talk about it. But uh, this next scene is uh, Mikasa's scene when she visits the girl in the hospital. Now this girl in the hospital is the one from season one that she saves. Uh, when that Titan is going after the crowd. Um, I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that scene um, but anyway she became uh, a military person because of Mikasa and um, she's talking she's she's like on her deathbed because shrapnel from the, the thunder spear uh, got into her body and they can't get it out so she's going to die pretty soon but anyway she had taken Mikasa's scarf this girl <laughs> sorry uh, I gotta not read those All right. So she had taken Mikasa's scarf because she had talked to Aaron and Aaron was like, man, I wish that scarf would just get thrown away. And so this girl was like, I'm going to throw it away. No, I'm not. I'm going to take it. So Mikasa goes to the infirmary to get back her red scarf, the scarf that's so important to her. The one that Aaron gave to her back in the day when he saved her from being sold into human trafficking. And, and their dialogue back and forth is very interesting Mikasa's like, Hey, I don't care what Aaron said. Give me my scarf back. So she gets it back. And then the girl starts talking about like, oh, I joined the military because of you. And, but then Mikasa just kind of like, I'm done listening to this. I'm walking away. And she walks away while the girl's still talking. Because the girl's looking up from her bed. And Mikasa's just like, nope, I'm out of here. So that's what happens with Mikasa. And we'll talk about that again. And then the next scene is, is unless you want to talk about it right now. No, no, keep going. So the next scene is Flock doing his dictatorial speech to his troops saying, hey, we win, blah, 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 we're the best. Jaegernists are the coolest ever. And then something he does at the end, which is super annoying, he says their chant is, give your hearts, which was so great when Erwin said it, because that was what Erwin Mm. would say to the troops, give your hearts for humanity. And now Flock is saying, give your hearts to the Jaegernists. Not, not to humanity itself, because obviously their plan is to murder humanity, except for them. So that scene was interesting, and you see Gene; he's standing behind Flock uh, uh, as like a right hand man to this right hand man, and Mikasa's in the back of the crowd watching the whole thing. And some guy leans over and he starts talking to her. Does anybody remember what he says?
0: Uh, are you going to join? Are you going to join the? Is you arguing to join the the Jaegers and become part of the leadership? Something along those lines? Yeah. Or why haven't you? Like, your buddy Jean's up there. Why haven't you? He's really creepy, yeah. by the way. He's, like, totally, like, leaning in and, like, whispering, like, why haven't you joined the Jaegers, Mikasa?
3: Yeah, which it's... I loved. <laughs> yeah. Johnny. Johnny's talk, off. for it. Talk word. about that, Johnny, yeah. please. <laughs> this is my favorite stereotype in anime. Um, no. no. <laughs>
0: This is the creepy, creepy older man hitting on the younger military lady.
1: <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Gene yeah. and Mikasa lock eyes and they're just staring daggers at each other. And you're like, oh man, something's going to go down here soon. <clears throat> and we love Gene and we love Mikasa. We don't want them fighting. We do. Anyway. We don't. So the next scene, I'm guessing, Johnny, this is the one you thought was a little cringy also. Mikasa, Connie, not Mikasa, sorry. Armin, Connie, Gabby and Falco Uh are like best pals now and they're walking through a town and they buy some food and they sit down at like this picnic table and they just start talking and Armin it, it casually mentions mentions Annie being, you know, released from her thing <laughs> ah. and Annie is sitting right next to him and she starts choking on the food that she has. Cause you're like, Oh goodness, they know who I am. And everyone just starts, well, Connie starts laughing at her cause she's, she's stuffing her face full of pie. I'm, I'm assuming to get out of there, but who knows? Um, and then after a while, it, there's no tension between any of them. So Annie decides to join this group of guys. So she leaves hitch behind and she follows Armin and Connie and the other two. So we'll stop there for sure. And let's talk about the other stuff. Yeah. yeah. Let's talk about this one first. Cause I want to hear Johnny's thoughts on how, how awkward it made him feel.
3: Well, obviously <clears throat> the face that Annie makes was not cool but uh i was the the really awkward part is they do this all the time in movies um but i am just not a fan of um something that is just insanely unlikely to happen and it happens i don't like when like like they're like oh oh you know wonder where annie could be and then all of a sudden oh she's eating pie right by us no (laughs) way like it's like to me like it's it's like i don't know it'd be like it's like, well, you know, if Ben Laden was alive, you know, you're like, hey, I wonder where he is. And he's eating McDonald's right by your table. It's like, oh, guys, here here he is. It's it, something like once, that. So. And it, it did. It did. I know. And <laughs> that <laughs> it's out, that that's example. how they found him. Um, they <laughs> that, that example. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. Like that, that aspect was kind of weird. If I was Annie, honestly, I would be you know still kind of like in the shadows i would not be sitting at a table mm. in, in and in a fair or whatever event is going on and you know in public It's so there's just those kind of things just didn't make sense especially because annie is pretty smart she knows kind of what she's doing generally is how i always perceived her so it just felt awkward but
1: what are you gonna do yeah it was definitely out of her character you would think she would have either gotten up to fight or gotten started to run away or something yeah I, I think and
3: th- th- when, when this scene happened i kind of for the most part kind of understood and we'll get into the next scenes obviously but i, I kind of understood what was going to happen throughout the rest of the episode mm. in a sense of okay they're you know they're just like no matter what it looks like you know they're just going to try to they're going to try to get the crew together basically um even if it's insanely unlikely to get a random person to come you know like Annie's situation
0: Yeah, I think for me, it was, I mean, this was one of those anime moments for me where it it was, I was okay with it. I, I, I'm not defending it. Like I totally get the, the even levels of like, maybe a frustration of like, that's not a very fluid plot point transition there. You know, you needed to do it and this is how you did it. So cool, but don't, I'm not going to love it. Um, but yeah, like I wasn't bothered by the, the goofiness of it or like I you know, Connie standing up and I, I think when I first watched it I had this like oh it's like Connie has is this feeling like we're back in the barracks moment. You know, just like, Oh look, Annie's stuffing her face, let's make fun of her. And so that was a little bit nice, like, oh that's good, you know, like this is a pretty serious show and so it wasn't a horrible thing. Um but uh yeah, I mean, it, it was like a, a necessary thing just needed to happen. And so they, they used this is how they did it. So, yeah.
2: Yeah, the last point, Colt that's good use of the chat. We should do that more often. Um, just always ask me how I feel about something. Um, <laughs> no, the last point is what I took the most out of uh, th- that you made, Chess. It was Connie's feeling comfortable and like, oh, the the, the old gang's back. Uh, That was really cool, and I also thought it was pretty... I usually don't like the anime stereotypes, but him just laughing hysterically over something that wasn't really that funny was really funny to me. Um, But yeah, Annie's character was interesting. And that yeah, it was just kind of, like you said, Chess, just their way of getting her back on the team. And lastly... I recently watched the two Annie episodes, the OADs. I'm not going to tell you anything about the episodes, just that you gain a higher appreciation for Annie after watching those. And they even tie into the story here. So, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we might have to talk
1: about those episodes uh, some other time because some of those are very interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah. um do we want to go backwards then uh to let's just jump back all the way in i uh, no no what was, what was the <clears throat> what was star, the scene scene right uh it's either no, mikasa,
1: mikasa talking in the infirmary with the girl and then the dictatorship mm-hmm. of flock so do we want to yeah, add let's go, into that
0: let's go backwards let's go to the dictatorship part um that part was was uh Nothing cringy about that one. That one was legitimate like, whoa, he's definitely gone full, pretty much dictator. Um, he's claiming to be the spokesperson for Aaron, so he's doing whatever he wants, which, again, is kind of a tricky situation for us as a viewer. Like, we really don't know their exact relationship. We've only seen evidence that he is close to Aaron, so we can assume that he's doing a lot of things with his power, but don't know if it's like, hey, I'm just relegating you to to rule over here a bit while I do my little demigod power <laughs> um, but either way he yeah, it was really a slap in the face to to hear that chant uh, after seeing the the sacrificial way that it was presented earlier in the show. Uh, you just really were proud of those people. They were they knew they were going probably to their deaths and now it's being used as a propaganda. Uh, chant to be like hey get on the side of the of the winners uh we're the ones that are in the right and you should join our our crew because we're gonna we're gonna wipe everybody else except for us so it was it was pretty rough to see flock again i just hate that guy
1: not only seeing him but him tarnishing that chant that erwin used oh it makes me wanna it makes me want erwin to come back just to kill that guy
0: yeah. Yeah. Anybody else? Any thoughts? You don't have to have any,
2: but it's a good scene. It was short to me. Yeah, it just kind of yeah. kept building.
0: Yeah, there was a lot of short scenes in this one, wasn't there? Yeah. So the confusing scarf scene.
1: Anybody? I won't have much to say because it.
0: Cause I didn't Cole's know what confused.
1: to take from it. I didn't know what Mikasa, what she was, what her motivation was for not listening to the girl. If she was just fed up with all that, I have no idea.
0: It happened so fast for me that I don't think I really focused in on her walking away from the girl. I think I just focused in on she is choosing to take something uh, given to her by Aaron <clears throat> and continue on in life. Like she kind of has had this these moments of like, I'm going to choose whether to continue on following Aaron or having him involved, I guess, in my life, you could say, because am I being forced to... Um, am I making decisions for myself? And so her taking the scarf back was an attachment to Aaron is how I viewed it. Yeah. I don't know what to say about the girl though. Yeah, I was, I, I also took it as a
2: confusing or just like all the other scenes were fantastic. And so this one was like, um, okay. All right. Okay. We're done with that. (laughs) Let's move on. Um, so, yeah, that, that scene didn't do a whole lot for me. But, you know, to your point, Chest, maybe the only goal of that, like, like the scene we just talked about with them eating, you know, what was the point of that? Maybe it's just these small little things we're supposed to take from it, which is she has that still attachment to the scarf. But she does seem like she would be a little more concerned about
0: the girl. Like, well, but I think it's a very one sided relationship because she saved this girl, but she saved a bunch of people. And this girl's just idolized her from afar. So, I mean, just to be blunt, it's not like she even really probably had any relationship with this this girl. She, But this girl has thought of Mikasa every day as she's grown her life around her idol. So it's like, I'm not saying that she should have just walked away, but at the same time, it's like, I gotta go do stuff because the world is falling apart. So
3: yeah it's, to me yeah. well sorry there you go Jess
0: nothing I got nothing Johnny has something to say <laughs>
3: okay <laughs> um, <clears throat> yeah I for me Um. it seems that obviously she still has an attachment to Aaron and um <laughs> No, yeah. I, I, I think she still has an attachment to Aaron, and but she knows, you know, I, I have to stop him. So, you know, this episode we talked about earlier with um, Armin kind of trying to seek a peaceful resolution with Connie and his mom and right now Aaron looks like he's just going to try to destroy everybody. You know, peace isn't an option for him at all. So, you know, we're... we're to me, you know, I suspect you know, Mikasa to somehow use the scarf to try to convince Aaron. You know, like, you know, you you love me, and um, you know, please listen to me. Don't do this. Let's let's go for peace. Mm. Um, I think she would rather like to do that option rather than just you know be very cold hearted to Aaron and try to kill him.
0: Mm. What did, what did y'all think? Actually, the most inter- I I totally forgot to mention this. What did y'all think about? Aaron wanting to throw the scarf away because that actually threw me the most because I was like, "Oh, that's not what I expected from that flashback."
1: Yeah, I think that's why Mikasa's the the angriest when she hears that because the girl's like, "Aaron told me to just throw it away, but I just kept it anyway." So Mikasa, Mm -hmm. you would think that if she wants to follow Aaron continually, she'd be like, "Okay, then you keep it," or whatever. But she doesn't. She says, "You give that to me right now." I think it's because I don't know. Maybe young lady Mikasa. Mikasa just wishes wants that old Aaron back. She has that attachment to the Aaron that used to be. And then when the girl starts talking like, like, "Oh, I I wish I could see the world that Aaron Yeager is going to make for us," and you know, I became a I became a military person for this reason, and you know, blah 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 blah. Mikasa's just like, "Okay, I'm done with this girl. She's obviously too far gone." with Aaron's propaganda. I'm taking my scarf and I don't care what she has to say. I'm out. That's the only thing I can think of is that she she doesn't like what Aaron has become. She wants to remember the old Aaron. So she wants her scarf back.
2: That's good.
3: Yeah, I agree.
2: Next scene. I, I second
0: um, the third that. After. Uh... <laughs> so the next scene after well, we've gone backwards, but the next one is the the big ones, right? Yep. Kind of the, the wrapping up. Yeah.
1: Cool. Land so the plane. I guess. So Flock is outside on top of the roof, the plane that's outside your house chest.
0: I was about that to say that. In the <laughs> so Flock yeah, that plane.
1: is outside with all his followers. Like they're on top of the roof. I don't know if it's followers but, or commanders or whatever. And he's got Yelena, and I wrote his name down. And I'm going to try to say On On Onyan Kapan, Onyan Kapan. The only black horrible,
3: horrible pronunciation.
1: I know. I'm.
0: Oh yeah. I'm pretty culturally insensitive. You can't say. Yeah.
1: Yeah. (laughs) His name is Orlando. uh, So (laughs) there. That's
0: my That's my father-in-law's name.
1: Oh, interesting. Okay, huh. so uh, anyway, he's got all his commandos, commanders circling around him. These two, Yelena and Orlando, are kneeling, in, ready to be executed because Flock has got his pistol, and Gene has got a pistol, and they're both aiming right at the at Yelena and and Orlando, and Flock's doing his thing. This is Yelena. She's she fought against Marley only because she was going with Zeke's plan to euthanize everybody. That's why we're gonna shoot her now. And everyone's like, "Yeah, do it, shooter, shooter." And then he says, but "Not wait, yet. We'll there's more. more." Yeah, but wait, there's more. Uh, <laughs> we're not going to shoot her yet. Then he says, "This is um, oh, Orlando." Orlando. And he still has a chance to say sorry and be on our team. And mm. Orlando's like, "What does he say?" Do you guys remember? Basically, he. Oh, I love he this. He's got a great moment here.
0: Yeah, he laughs. And he says, are you guys crazy? I joined you guys fought with you to free my country. And look where from, that got from me.
1: the Marlins. Yeah,
0: yeah. From the Marlins. Look where that got me. They're going to get killed anyway by a bunch of uh, xenophobic crazy people. Yeah. Which I was like,
1: oh, that's so spot on. It's hurts. And then he said he said it's not worth living to suck up to you idiots. Also, oh, that's then- so good. <laughs> And then he looks at Gene and he's like, Gene, what about you? And Gene just points his gun right at his head. And then the mm-hmm. camera moves away and you hear a shot. And then you which hear another shot.
0: No one, which means no one's got shot. And well, then yeah, you hear yeah, another yeah, shot
1: yeah. and then another shot. Four shots. And you're like, holy cow, Gene is angry. But then they they go back to it and Gene missed all four shots. <laughs> and you're like, uh, which, which I Gene, love. I love this moment. Gene, you are point blank. How did you miss four times? Not that I wanted this guy to die, but Gene, you missed terribly. Which and is Falk what Flex like, says. He turns yeah, to Flock's him and like, says, what?
0: "What? What did you do?
1: Yeah, why <laughs> did you do that?" And then does Gene say anything? I forget. I don't think he does. He
0: he's he's deadpan and he says, "Oh, I missed." Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> that's just what he said. He's just like, totally deadpan. deadpan. And he's just like, "Oh," <laughs> he doesn't even explain. <laughs>
1: He just, oh, I missed.
0: Oh, so, I missed.
1: <laughs> yeah, Everybody's confused. And then out of nowhere, the cart titan comes barreling through, knocking commanders out of the way. And then she's opening her mouth to eat the people in the middle. Jean pushes Flock out of the way saying, Flock, Look out! And he pushes him. And Gene gets eaten. And so does oh. Yelena and uh, Orlando. Mm-hmm. All three of them get eaten. And then...
2: Flock
3: is
0: left in confusion.
3: Yep. The cart titan becomes just a human now since it
1: ate humans. That's how it works. Yeah. 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 She actually, that power disappeared. And it's so, it was so out of nowhere. And you're like, what just happened? And then Flock is like, oh my goodness, everyone got eaten. Get Mikasa out here. She's got to go chase him. Go find Mikasa. And then he, he figures something out. He's like, wait a minute. Mikasa's not here where is mikasa Ruh-roh. and then some things happen so what happens boys i don't want to <sighs> be the one to say so
0: it flashes to mikasa and connie and gabby and falco underground somewhere and they're like that was the four shots that was the signal from gene you're like yes praise the lord he didn't miss he's not that bad of a shot and then it zooms out a little bit they're on two wagons with supplies and he's there and they they say something like, "Okay, all their attention's on the other side of the fort. Let's go." And they take off down one of the main corridors. They look back and they say, "Oh no, someone's watching from the window. It's a shadowy figure. We don't see who it is." Right? Correct. We never see who it is. Nope, we don't. I a lot a of guess, insinuations. But... Yeah, I have a Lame. guess as well. But well, I have um, a guess as well. Um, we all but, have guesses. Uh, we have guesses. Uh, and um. And uh, as uh, as they're riding away, they just say, "Ride as hard as you can, and um, just keep going." And then they basically reunite with uh, Reiner, and there's a big epic moment that Johnny loves. So I want Johnny to say what happens next.
3: The wait,
1: wait, wait! Hold on, hold on! Did you? Yeah, skip you're skipping something. Oh, Chester, you're, you're talking about yeah the the people on the carts. The they scene? meet they meet yeah. up with Aaron or with with Reiner. Yes, but <laughs> sorry, there not Aaron a... Reiner. Yeah, we'll we'll we won't say that yet. But the cart Titan takes Jean,
0: right, 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 Yelena, right.
1: and Orlando somewhere else. He takes them to where Levi, Hanj, and she she takes. Sorry, them. I'm sorry. You're right. So anyway, he takes them to where <laughs> Hanj is and, and the other commander. And uh, mm. yeah, I think Johnny should explain this because Johnny, were you the one who sent that picture in the chat? Mm. Yeah, you should really explain it because that was
3: go ahead. Yeah, so, um, yeah, basically, um, like Cole was saying, they, they kind of all get together and Orlando is talking to Gene and is like, hey, man, you you, you kind of had it made. You know, you didn't have to risk your life for me. And such, and Jean basically says, you know, something along the lines of, you know, if I if I didn't do that, you know, if I lived that life of luxury, basically, it um, didn't save you. Then I would never hear like the end of it from these. Um, I, I'm, I'm butchering it, um, but it's 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 those like melted bones or something. Let me let me ashy find those ashy
1: bones. Would never forgive me. Would never forgive you. Would never forgive you.
3: Would never forgive you.
1: Yeah. So. <laughs> so yeah so it says uh
3: orlando says your position would have been secured if you stayed with the iagoras i wish and then gene says i wish i could have just cooped up in my room with my ears shut but if i had that burnt ashes of the dead would have never forgiven me and so and orlando's like i have no idea what the heck you're talking about but thanks bro um and if we go back to season one you'll remember a fan favorite marco dies and um gene actually has his bones and in one of the scenes he says hey marco i can't even tell which are your bones anymore and so um it it was just a really cool cool way of remembering marco it's cool to see his memory living on and inspiring gene um who i mean i know ben has said this before but man he just this season he just keeps climbing and climbing up the ranks um yeah really cool scene by him and then um Yelena is there, you know, and she's just kind of shocked. You know, what, what am I doing here? Um, you know, she thinks that she should be dead, obviously. And general the, the commander, Theo, uh, Magath, you know, he they find out that the only way he would have let the cart titan on this mission is if he got Yelena back. And he is just giving her the good old stare. Uh, looks like he wants to kill her. Mm. Um, it's really rough. It is. And so then we find we have our final scene
1: yes to, to go back a little bit um gene and marco had a had a, a more closer relationship uh in season one gene is really um during the battle of trust he's really um Questioning whether he's going to be a good leader or not. And he he feels like he's leading his men or his cadets into just certain death all the time. And he's like, I'm not the right person to be leading any squads. And Marco's like, No, man, you know, you you know what? You may have your doubts, but I see it in you that you're going to be an amazing leader. Um, And that kind of rallies him back then. And now this is another point where Marco's, you know, memory for Gene. Motivates him to do the right thing, so mm. not just like oh he was my friend who was a cadet. No, Marco really believed in Jean, and when Jean was no. doubting, so this is like it's such a great. I'm so shocked that that this show has done that. It it, it ties in things from season one, um, so very well. So yep. I'm I'm very proud of the show, you know, because uh, I know who wrote from, it. And... <laughs> from what I understand, they this is one of the most
0: faithful adaptations from a from a manga. Um, like everyone who's read that and watched it, said so that. So I think that that lends a little bit of why it, why they do that so well is because someone that someone that has that perspective of I'm writing this story like an author has a different perspective sometimes than a show writer who's thinking in seasons. So that that does help build a really strong show if you have a really strong source material like that to to pull from, which is really cool because I I know that there's been a lot of anime that has not necessarily been as faithful to the manga um, and uh, and hearing that one is but not just that one is faithful to it but that it's it's turning out this well is pretty cool because that means that the author really had a huge big picture frame as he was writing this, this story um, another time that happened was when Aaron had the flashback by kissing hand, Historia's hand um that one for me was like a whoa moment because it was it was a little farther back and then it's like wow, this is what he saw, and this is what the author had to had to put in it. Johnny, uh Ben, also you both look like you want to say something.
2: Thanks, Johnny. Wow. Good guy. Um I I was remembering <laughs> that scene as well, now that you mentioned it, Cold. I hadn't thought about that scene. But I think the phrase he uses doesn't he say it's because you're weak that you'll be a good leader because yeah. you understand. Mm. And that's, and I think Gene at first was like, what, what'd you say to me? But then by the end of the scene, like, like Marco it as a compliment. And I think it's been true from day one. Like Gene gets how everybody feels because he was in the same spot. Um, and he has, you know, he has a spine now. Um, but he was a little chicken, uh, Little chicken man too at the beginning, and he's, he's grown grown so much, and yeah, the throwback to season one that's incredible, so well done. Yeah, it's good. Johnny.
3: Yeah, I mean, Jean's a to me probably the, the most easily relatable character. I think a lot of characters have a lot of strengths or weaknesses, and then, um Jean's like you know he's he's pretty good all around, um, and he does have struggles, and so he you know he's not like the smartest like armin he's not the greatest leader like erwin he's not the strongest like aaron uh he's not the best fighter like levi or mikasa but um so yeah watching gene's story unfold has been really fun um because yeah um and then um i can't remember my other point at the moment but Hmm. oh actually yeah i do so real quick um it's funny that you mentioned the manga. So, um, you know, I was kind of curious, you know, um, the other day, how far, or how should I say this? How many more chapters of the manga are there? Right. Mm, And, mm -hmm, and, and mm -hmm. such. And so, um, yeah, I, I, it sounds like there's, there's definitely a lot more chapters than episodes right now. So I'm very curious if, you know, we've kind of discussed in the past if there'll be a part three or if there'll be a movie. Um, so mm. it, mm. you know, I, I know it's a side note here, but um, it's which, a good side note. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just a good side note. Kind of like the Connie and Armin Falco story. It's just a good oh, little man. side
0: story. Good yeah. side story. Good yeah.
1: side story. Yeah, really.
0: It's like a good sidecar on a motorcycle. Yeah, it adds it's very little. Nice. You know, I love it. Yeah, but it's useful. It sometimes.
2: Yeah, like you have your main course usually at meals, and then you have side
0: dishes. Those mm. are so good, mm. <laughs> but they accent the main course,
3: and sometimes S- become the main course.
0: And then you just like Falco the main almost became the main course for Connie's mom. Mind blown. There you go. Yep, that's how yeah, we that's- all have a mom. Everything's connected. Wow! Don't make assumptions, Ben. Um. That's fair.
3: And then we so, have the final scene.
0: We have the final scene. Yep. So the final scene, the whole gang is together. It's pretty. It's pretty good scene. It's a pretty good scene.
1: Most of the gang.
2: Yeah, Gene's not there.
1: Yeah, Jean's not there. All the
0: gang is there. <laughs> <laughs> it's still a good scene. Yeah, it's, you
3: it's, know it's it's just the others, the others that um, are not with the car. Titan, them.
2: Yep.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but
2: only yeah, reason like... I even knew that is because we, we we talked a little bit about who has the epic line. We'll get to that in a second. And one person that I thought would be such a good fit for that is Gene. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Gene. so mm-hmm. when I was rewatching, I was just like, "So what was? Was he smoking in the corner or what? He just wasn't there, folks. He wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't there. there.
3: Well, isn't he? So if I if I remember the characters that are in the scene, it's Annie Armin, Gabby Falco, Connie. Connie, so and it's it's, it's, it's the whole crew, Reiner. yeah, and Reiner. It's the whole crew that the, the Cart Titan did not obviously swallow up, you know. So yeah. that's why Gene isn't there, unfortunately. But
0: we find out that they're in cahoots because, uh right? Yeah, yeah because it was, they it was Gene yeah, signal and they yeah it was uh, Gene signal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and and in that scene at the river. Uh, Orlando asked Gene, So since when of you been aligned with Marley and he says since last night. So it was a very <laughs> rapid development yeah, uh, because he couldn't sleep because he couldn't sleep. Um, so, um, yeah. So this scene, they basically get to Reiner and everybody's standing over him and he wakes up like, Oh crap. And Gabby and Falk are like, no, 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 it's okay. Like there we're we're a team now. <laughs> don't shoot me. Don't kill anybody. <laughs> don't go crazy. Um, and uh yeah they're all looking at reiner and it basically shifts camera positions to like if you're looking from reiner looking up like he's laying on the floor and he's hurt looking up and you see everybody standing in like a semicircle and uh they're like okay like what what are you guys doing here what are we going to do and uh it ends with with an epic line of uh which we have some some Discussion on who who would have been the most appropriate, but basically in the show, Connie says uh, we're going to go save the world, and that that music was playing during it. Whatever, I got goosebumps. I got goosebumps
1: when
2: you said it, or when the music. Yeah, just now. Uh, both. No, uh, no, not then, but music moment. Yeah, there were two major moments for me in this episode. Uh, I think I held my breath for the whole entire moments when Armin was like flying around and I was just like, I I don't think I breathed until there was resolution. And then I got chills at the end of the show. Thank you.
1: (laughs) I did not get chills when Connie said it. Sorry. It, it didn't seem like it was the right fit. Uh, going to back to Annie a little bit. So I agree with Johnny that it wasn't in her character to do that funny moment earlier, but she does something funny here. That's very in her character. And Reiner only wakes up because Annie kicks him in the face. Uh, yeah, That's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yep.
0: Which he, tons, he like, of, tons of history, obviously.
1: Right. So she kicks him in the face and he's like, Whoa, Annie. And then, yeah. And they're all kind of, like you said, they were standing around him. Uh, It reminded me of the shot in the first Avengers movie when Loki wakes up after being, and all the Avengers Mm. are like circled around him. And then (laughs) Hawkeye is kind of like right in the forefront with his bow and arrow pointed right at Loki. And you're like, why is Hawkeye the first one? He's like the weakest Avenger. And then you're like, why is Connie the one saying the epic line? He's kind of like the one who's not supposed to say that. So uh, that's what it reminded me of. I didn't think Connie should have been the one to say it. I don't, I don't know who would have been the best. Probably not Armin. I don't think Connie was the best. I'm,
0: I'm going to go unpopular opinion here. And with the group that was there, I don't mind that Connie said it. I, I do. I do agree. Kolb that Gene would have been, was it no Ben Ben that Cole, uh, Gene would have been great, but the way he said it was like this really simplified, arrogant, like statement, um, of just like, we're going to go save the world. And it's like, I don't know. It didn't didn't rub me the wrong way. I guess I could say it's not that I expected it, and I was like, "Oh, this is the best moment of my life." But when he said it, I was like, "Man, that that seems like a simplified way of saying what they're gonna try to go to. Like yeah, Armin would have given like a twenty minute dialogue on what they're gonna do. I didn't um, hate
1: it. I just, you know it's fine that Connie said it. I just feel like it could have been better if it was someone else
2: in the there. moment. I I actually didn't even think about whether I liked it or not, or that uh, until Johnny said something, I, I thought it was great. This, it was so cool seeing them together. Oh man, we're all going to go fight. But hindsight, it's like, oh yeah, it probably would have made sense. Um, Gene, for sure. I jokingly said in a text Reiner, but actually uh, not, not quite yet because he, you know, he just woke up. He's Consuming all this information, but if there was a little anything. more time for him to be a, be the one saying that, that actually would have been really cool too. Like Reiner getting this group pumped up, I think that would have been pretty cool too.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that I think you're right, Ben. If they like explained it just a little bit, and then the camera would like zoom in on Reiner's face, and he just says, "Well, let's go save the world," and like like that, that would have been, I would have cheered kills. for that. I think yeah, just <laughs> I would have been cheering for that. I get one, you're kills right. all the time. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, Johnny, I, I have a fun fact about Reiner, but before that, Johnny, you want to give your take there?
3: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, I was not the biggest fan of Connie saying it. Um, r- um, right when he said it, uh, my wife and I both kind of laughed. Like, really? Um, him? Her? That's right. Y'all <laughs> watched it together. That's fun. Yeah. Yeah. My wife's pretty cool. Um, she likes anime um and so uh,
0: <laughs> i love how you know. said that as like she's super cool and then you did that <laughs> um yeah I, I don't
3: know i i think annie would have been a better choice with the crew right there i think armin would mm. have been a really good choice because this episode again was him kind of taking more responsibility or you know trying to fill the shoes of erwin and so um it felt a little cheesy and also all i'm thinking of is like reiner has probably always looked at connie as a complete moron like him and sasha were both kind of airhead so he's like i don't know like i would love if the next episode it starts with him like he hears connie saying it and then he just goes back to bed you know like That'd i don't be know awesome yeah like yeah like yeah so, something that's like like the last jedi right Where like you know luke skywalker he gets yeah. the lightsaber and he just chucks it you know yeah something like that um,
2: reiner just punches him in the face yeah <laughs> like connie shut up all right let's go save the world
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean it, it was definitely very avengers e um which does make me worried a little bit here about the direction of the show um i really so far in this show you've kind of had these two sides and multiple characters on both sides and it's really fun to watch um you know this give and take between the two sides going at it and now it very much at least this is my perception it seems that it is basically everybody versus Aaron. and i know there's like flock and and such and flock will you know he's gonna die and if he doesn't die i think we'll all rage but
0: oh gosh
3: for the most part i don't i don't look at flock as a big threat I just look at him as an annoying pest, and so he's gonna for, he's gonna
1: throw a wrench into some sort of plan.
3: Yeah, he probably will, and you'll we'll probably hate him even more.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, but to me, I mean, like, I guess I could say Aaron as a threat is a billion times more deadly than Flock. You know, Flock sure. is nothing compared to Aaron in my eyes. Yeah, sure. And so, for sure, to me, it does it definitely feels obviously like you know the Avengers versus Thanos right here you, you kind of have, you know, the ultimate power versus, you know, the power of friendship and unity, right?
0: And so... it's <laughs> a good way to put it. We're, we're really hoping the Care Bears <laughs> win this one. Um, he is... I mean, Aaron is legitimately... I mean, he was... He's kind of, in the show, ascended to, like, this demigod situation. He's, he's literally, like, speaking to an entire people group. He's not even... He doesn't even have a body, as far as we know. Like, he's kind of in this ethereal world. So he really like I don't even know how you'd kill him right now, to be honest. I I honestly don't. He had to manifest himself.
3: I will say we were watching the theme song uh this past time and (gasps) we saw something it's like in someone's like they'd like they're like zooming on like someone's eye and in it there's a reflection of like the titans out on the sea and then there is just this mammoth creature um leading them. You guys should you guys should check it out I'll try to send you a screenshot of it. But it looks messed up. And if this is Aaron, I mean he he there's no way you can be like, that's a good guy. Um <laughs> you, you know it, it looks like Satan <laughs> that coming That looks it, like our hero. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I guess my only my, my biggest concern is i I'm, I'm typically I, I typically don't like this idea of you know everybody versus one being. I like a, a battle of like two legit sides where both sides have multiple characters. It Same. makes it a lot less predictable in many ways when you have that. And,
0: um, well, I and think that, we've that's what had makes that great. up until now. Like we've, we've been really dividing down. Like there's been, at times been as many as like four to five sides for, for factions, right? Uh, factions, far, far, factions fighting, um, within different factions, the Marlins are dividing up. These people are dividing up. Um, So yeah, I I do think there's been some reconciliation of like, we can't have 17 people like groups fighting. So we got to join them back together. And yeah. I
3: mean, I I don't mind sides joining. It's just more of like, I I think the best group of episodes is season three where, you know, it is, Holt, Reiner and the Beast Titan at Shingansha, and they're fighting the Scouts. And you have two sides. You know, you have Levi, Aaron, Mikasa versus the three Titans, and it's awesome. Like to me, I love that. It's not like, hey, it's all of us versus one Titan. It's you know, three of these powerful beings, and we don't know which of these powerful beings are going to lose or die, and that's what made it. And we also didn't know, you know, on the Scout side who would die, including Erwin. So. Going into like a Thanos situation here, it's not that I expect all the people on the Avengers side to live, but it kind of it just makes it a little bit more predictable. And I'm, I'm hoping I'm way off on this, but it seems to me that it's like, all right, well, they're all going to get together and they're going to go kill Aaron. And yeah, so, but this show has thrown a lot of twists, so.
2: A lot of twists. A lot of twists.
3: Hey, Ben, what's what the Reiner twist. thing?
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, so, uh, This might not be appreciated by all, but might be appreciated by some. So while I was very busy at work, I had time to browse the Internet, which I think I've discussed here on the podcast. Um, if you haven't checked it out already, please go on your computer website. Um, Reiner also voices. You guys about already know this, too. Uh, he voices. Ace. From Haikyuu, the ace. So uh, uh, uh kind of the junior, I think, on the team. Oh yeah. Andytable oh, his...
0: guy?
3: Yeah. The...
2: Yep. Yeah.
3: Oh, the spiker. And... Yeah.
2: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Johnny knows. And Joe from Megalobox. Oh no. Reiner. Yeah. That's our boy. Yeah. I was super pumped when I heard that. Super pumped. And then I then realized how little anime i've seen because there was like 50 pictures of characters and i think those are the only two i do <laughs>
1: <laughs> i'm not i'm not too good at recognizing the japanese voices yet i no, i mean either. i can do the english voices pretty pretty well but no that's pretty awesome that that's yeah what is his name what is the spiker's name
2: it's a-s-a-h-i i don't remember his
3: last name As-
2: asahi. As- asahi
1: yeah Asahi. yeah
3: Well, you know the Asian stereotype. They all sound alike.
0: Hmm. That is a stereotype. (laughs) So I I just pulled up the trailer, Johnny, and I got to the eye. And whoa, dude. Yeah, you you weren't joking. And I do remember seeing that. I think I thought it was something else. So until I just paused it just now, um, it kind of clicked.
3: Yeah, dude. That if that's Aaron, I mean that thing. Again, it, it looks like I'll try. I don't that. Know, it looks like death. Like I, I, I don't even know. It, it is.
0: Well, it's, it, it's this, pretty cool. I'll describe it a little bit. It's this massive, looks like a rib cage, um, and it's it's standing over a wall of colossal titans, but it's got like you can see a pelvis and like almost. Wing-ish spine-looking things, and now that I'm saying it, we saw the back of it walking away. Um, and you see like these dinosaur-esque skeletal things, and uh, yeah, yeah, we that, have I, we have
1: seen it before. I don't.
0: Maybe we're looking at you know what, you know what, Johnny? I think this is the. I think we are looking at the back of it. I don't think we're seeing the front of this creature even in because now i'm looking at there's no face uh there's no there's nothing but what we see in the show now it does look like the the colossal titans are facing us so unless it's just hiding the face i don't know but i think it's the same thing that we've seen so far in the in the actual show
3: okay so hold on i'm sending it to you guys right now and i think i mean the it wouldn't make a whole lot of sense for me, for him to be like, hey, Titans, you walk that way and I'll walk backwards. So I think this is his front. And then mm-hmm. I do think um, it, it where, where the diamond collects, whatever you want to call that, I think that's his face or where mm-hmm. he, his body will be. But I mean, yeah, he whatever it is, no matter what, it's, it's pretty... Freaky. Yeah, it's freaky and, 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 and everything. So it should be... Which... it. It, it, you know, as we're getting now into <laughs> the Avengers, yeah, that's what it is. So as we're getting into this whole Avengers thing, it makes me wonder. All right, you know, how are, how are everybody going to be able to come and defeat this thing? Because this thing is, just as big, is is way bigger than the Colossals. You know, the Colossal Titans there, are. Um,
0: oh yeah, it's like the size of a town. It's so big.
3: Yeah. No. You, you're right. Yeah. I mean, the, so those Colossal Titans aren't even anywhere close to half or a third or even a fourth of the size of this thing. I mean...
0: And, and they so were you, the whole wall.
3: Yes. And so, like, when you think of... Yeah, like, obviously, like, Armin could be a colossal titan. He's basically the tallest titan that they have. Um, so, yeah, this is... This, I think this is going to be pretty cool. Um,
0: yeah. But... Man. Yeah. Cool beans. Well... Wow. I'm excited. I'm excited, fellas. I think the next episode... I think all the rest of the episodes are going to be very action packed. It's going to be it's going to be a lot going forward, and it's going to be good. I'm very excited.
3: So the preview. I don't know if anybody watched a preview or not. Who here?
0: I, I don't. I usually I don't
3: watch them. Good job, Cole. Okay, so I I do want to talk about a little. I mean, obviously, we're going to get into the episode itself next week, but the preview we are I thought was the preview. The the was episode actually next week? Pretty interesting. It might be next week. Uh, I'll have to check the calendar. But <laughs> it is. Um, so the little 15-second preview that they gave shows the crew, the Avengers, um, sitting around a bonfire and discussing things. And I think that there's... It. it I didn't think about this until, obviously, I saw the preview. There's going to be some awkward conversations here. I mean, you have... Reiner and Annie sitting by Gene. And they're the ones with Bear, you know, Reiner, Annie, and Bearhold kill Marco, who obviously is influencing Gene. Um you have Armin there, who
0: ate Bearhold. <laughs> um and is slightly in love because of mm-hmm. his memories with Annie. <laughs> yeah.
3: And so yeah. this is, you know, I, I don't know if it'll have a ton of action, but it it I think that this will be a, it could be a very cool episode in regards to how they build these relationships and how they're going to get past you know obviously these huge pains and hurts
1: yeah should be fun it'll be good you'll be able to cut well, that tension with a knife and then spread it on your toast
0: make sure you bring toast next week fellas
1: i'm sure they have it
0: always
3: hey cole do we need to send you toast or can you not find that at your uh, local superstore
1: <laughs> uh please send need it. Toaster. I, you know i don't know <laughs> I haven't been to the store because they've disappointed me so much. I've just been starving myself. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, if you could send me some bread, that'd be awesome.
0: Very you good. You can make a fire, right, You to make the toast? Uh, oh, I actually bread,
1: have, uh, they call it a toaster. Um, you plug it into so the wall. So you have
0: a toaster but no bread?
1: That's correct. Uh, you plug it into the wall where the internet is, right, Ben? That's where the internet is? It's in the yeah, wall. Yeah, that's where you're going to plug it Technically, in. Technically, yes, okay. you're correct. All right. So, yeah, you plug your toaster into the internet and it, and it toasts your toast up. It does what fire used to do. Isn't that crazy? Mm. What an age this we live in. That's
0: crazy. That's what wild. Age. Age.
1: I hope i have enough bandwidth
3: for that.
0: Well, if if you don't oh, have a that's cap, a on great it point. should be good. Mm. Well, maybe he can toast at least 2 to 4 pieces before it, he's done for the month.
1: Yep. I'll toast four and then I'll send you guys some in the mail.
0: Yeah. Oh, one for each there's of four of us. One for yeah. each of us. Yeah. But you have to mail yourself one. No, I don't trust the the,
1: the Postal Service. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to lose my all that.
0: propaganda. It's true. <laughs> I was I was just in a meeting uh, and one uh, one lady brought that up. She was like, yeah, I really don't. They The Postal Service still has my master's degree buried in some postalman's backyard at this point. And I was like, that's kind of rough that she never got her master's degree. So don't send your toast folks. Well, everybody, this has been phenomenal. This was a fun episode and I'm really, I appreciate Johnny, the the insight um, into, into what's coming. Um, I don't always watch the previews, but I guess for this one, it would be, it would probably behoove us to have something to look forward to. Um, but yeah, it's been a good week. We, we appreciate all of you listeners. We've had a few new countries join, which is fun, um, mm. and yeah, had a few uh, a few new countries join in. Uh, and uh, and um, as we as we wrap up here, I just want to say thank you again, because without you listeners, we would just be talking, and that's not as fun as having people listen to you talk. So we will be back next week, and we will see you then on Three Dads Talking About Anime. What do you get when you add two plus one?
1: You get three
2: dads talking about anime. What do you get when three guys love anime? You get three dads talking about anime. What, what do you get, get when those three guys, three guys love kids and start having, and having kids? Their children? Their dads. And so become fathers married and kids. 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 They went they the each have kids. Separately? When on each play their own What happens? So. You, you get three dads talking about anime. Three dads! Three dads talking, talking about anime! anime.